0: Good morning! Hope everybody's doing well on this wonderful and beautiful Thursday morning. Hope everybody had a wonderful night's rest, and you are just bright-eyed and bushy-tailed this morning, ready to hit the road running and uh, see what the day may bring. And you may be half-asleep, mascara-running, and that's just the men, and uh, saying, you know what, somebody ought to smack that little fat man, but... uh, Be that excited this early in the morning. But, uh, however, I do hope everybody does have a great and wonderful day today. Let's see who all we have watching this morning. We've got uh, Tracy Little, Miss Amy Oaks Turner, Brandy Boyd-Young, Angel Dixon, Darlene Barger, Mike Hensley, and uh, many, many more. And you always see that in all the commercials uh when they're advertising different uh artists and whatever they're selling they say many many more so and that's what we have this morning many many more so i'm sure you all are very excited for me to say that oh well so at this time let's do our morning pledge of allegiance I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag, and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands, one Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again, with life and liberty for all who believe. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I will hide its words in my heart that I might not sin against God. All righty. Praise the Lord for those wonderful pledges we get to do each and every morning. I praise God for allowing us to have that freedom uh, to do so. And uh, tell you what, guys, it is... uh, really need to be praying i tell you what uh you know I've, i don't want to get into a big political rant or uh, uh nothing like that but they say that we are on closer to the verge of nuclear war since 1945 and uh i think that's what it is 45 and uh particularly with the cuban missile crisis and uh so uh and then the fact that uh and refuses to drill in our own land here just two years ago we were uh, self-producing gas under two dollars and now this moron wants to go to venezuela iran go to all these communist countries give iran back nuclear weapons it's 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 nuts man i just i don't get it and him uh, spouting off uh, uh, you know down in florida he's down there running his mouth about climate change i mean it, it is here all this devastation lives lost but i tell you people climate change is a religion to these liberals i mean it is religion i mean you you talk about their their convictions is not in jesus christ it is in this erroneous belief of climate change it just it blows my mind and then him uh, on their cursing saying nobody blanks with the bidens i tell you what huh? No, I do not sound like the pastorly thing to, so, to say, but uh, I'd like to anyway. <laughs> so, and hello, Terry Hudson. Appreciate you tuning in. Michelle Fox Harris, the myth, the that is Miss Mousy. All right, my friends, look at our first discussion before I get myself in trouble. <laughs> We're looking at uh, Mark chapter nine, verse forty-three. And if your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life crippled than with two hands to go to hell. The unquenchable fire. You know, you've probably heard me tell this story before, but I can't help it. But every time I hear this verse, see this verse, uh, my mind automatically goes to Little House on the Prairie. And you may say, What in the world? A man is crazier than we thought. And, uh, no, you have no idea how crazy I am. But anyway, uh, there's the episode where Charles and the kids go away on a little trip and, uh, Carolyn is there by herself, uh, cooking, making some pies or what have you. And, uh, she's getting down off a wagon and cuts her leg on a piece of wire. Well, it festers, becomes infected, she starts becoming delusional, fading in and out of consciousness, unable to get help, and uh, she reads this verse, and she's on the verge of cutting her own leg off because she's misinterpreting and misapplying this piece of scripture. However, It's not so much that that draws my attention is the fact that my dad, at the time, is screaming at the television, don't do it, don't do it, that's not what that's saying, don't do it. (laughs) So that's that what i think of every time I see this verse. My dad's screaming at the television on an episode of Little House of the Prairie* for Carolyn not to cut off her leg because uh, she's not—he's uh, screaming. That that's not what that verse means, and uh, he is right. All right, that is not what that verse means. Hello, Anita tester. And so I said, him, you know, it. Um, uh, dad says, oh, I don't remember that. So I I remember it clearly. But when we uh, look at this verse, uh, Mark 9, 43, it is, uh, I guess appropriately, let us uh, read this little uh, paragraph we'll get here in a second. Jesus' words are about a vague sin committed by a concrete body part. parallels how scholars at the time spoke of concrete sins committed by an abstract body part, such as the heart. In Jesus' manner of speaking, the emphasis is placed on the choice, the action, and the responsibility of the perpetrator. The hand, in quotations, uh, is a metaphor for the way in which the heart may lead the person to do some sinful action. All right. So he is causing. He, what he's warning about is causing others to sin, and uh, and also that um, uh, you know we the heart may cause us to commit sinful actions. And because it is true, you know, of um, uh, you've heard people say time and again, what does your heart tell you? Well, that's just it. You know, you don't listen to your heart. That's why I, I keep telling my daughter. I know that you know feels.
1: Feel for her, she went through a tough breakup, this little
0: snot that uh, her daddy would love to get his hands on, and uh, her mother's telling me not to do so, so I would go to jail. But nevertheless, <laughs> that was in the past, it's been over a year ago, but I still found out some things that uh, makes me want to uh, lay hands on this person. But uh, it is, uh, I know that, uh, you know, I keep telling her, You know, you need to date anybody unless you're a Christian. I say, when I say that, that means somebody who is actively going to church, that is saved, and and not just in in words only. You know, anybody says, yeah, I, I believe in God, yeah, I'm a Christian, but they don't practice it, they don't believe it. And that's why I keep trying to emphasize to her because I know her budgers are saying, you know, she's on the fence about dating somebody. It's very easy for for friends to say, what does your heart tell you? Man, your heart is desperately wicked. You know, don't listen to what your heart tells you. You better be doing what Christ is telling you to do. And if you wait patiently on the right person at the right time, I, like I've told her and countless other individuals, male or female, like if you wait on the Lord and at his time and at his place, he'll send somebody in your life and knock your socks off. Off, but you got to wait. more. The Lord wants you to, to be dependent upon Him totally and completely, and not on somebody else. But with that said, yeah, just dealing, you know, this just a demo just a, an illustration of how the heart can lead you astray. Because that's the same kind of rhetoric we see in the world, uh, in and of itself. You know, lead, let your heart lead you. No, mean let God lead you. Don't let your heart lead, because your heart will lead you astray. But you know, we see that, uh, the, that we need to amputate, amputate. Uh, sin like a cancer. Uh, we need to be ruthless, unapologetic. Uh, it is it, because if we're not careful, it will metastasize, and it will come back faster, and it will come back quicker, and it will come back bigger, and it will kill you. Guys and gals, we've got to be very careful. It, it is you know, We can't allow sin to rule and dominate our lives. Yes, we are imperfect people. Yes, we are sin-filled people. Yes, we are sinners saved by grace, but that doesn't eliminate the fact that we Come at it just like a a, when you're battling cancer, you hit it with radiation. You hit it with uh, uh, chemo. You hit it whatever to try to eliminate uh, that tumor out of your body. Well, likewise with our souls and spirits is that we need to also, with God's Word, radiate that sin. Use it in a way to destroy those things that can impede our walk with Jesus Christ. Keeping our eyes on Him. If there's something in your life that is impeding your walk with Christ, we need to eliminate that once and for all and you know and it's just the fact that people want to justify their sins well it wasn't that big a deal oh it was just a little white lie oh well nobody will know i was by myself now i can't help it it's just something i do Uh, you know you have a million excuses and to justify something you know deep down your heart is wrong and sinful and so that's why we have to cut that out immediately as fast as we can. And, and so also that we also need to make sure that we have that spiritual integrity, that we are in alignment with the things of Christ, and that our relationship with Jesus Christ is is true and real, that we're pursuing that actively. You know, uh, when you're uh, dating, uh, one thing that you want to do is pursue that person. And hopefully you're not uh, being psycho and stalking that person and standing outside of their windows and watching them. That's creepy, and you'll be arrested, you pervert. So no, you know. But uh, you know. But when you're uh, when you're uh, actively go, you know, seeking that relationship, uh, you can't wait to hear from them. You can't wait to talk to them. You can't wait to spend every moment with them. And then uh, after you're married for twenty or thirty years, you're thinking, well, what was in the world? Why was that? No, no, I'm just joking. But uh, but the same thing with our relationship with Jesus Christ is that we need to be actively pursuing Him. And the fact that, you know, every day we should should be looking forward to and excited to talk to Jesus Christ, uh, to spend that time with Him, looking forward to each and every moment being with the Lord. And I think that we get so wrapped up in ourselves and in situations that we neglect that time with Christ. We don't need to do that. We need to be actively pursuing Christ. When we do that, then we can eliminate those temptations, the things that will lead us astray because we're so focused on our relationship with Christ, we don't have time. See, I think a lot of times when we sin is because out of boredom and we have got too much time on our hands. We allow our minds to wander or allow ourselves to go into situations we know are wrong. And that's why we have to be actively Constantly in f- pursuing Christ and, and having our minds focused on Him and all things and all situations. But our motives, our, our intentions, our behaviors will uh, actually uh, demonstrate our walk with Christ. Because I said before, you know, you just see just that tip of the iceberg. You just see certain areas of a person uh, when you're at church or when you're out and about. You only see what they want you to see. And they may seem like the greatest Christian in the world. But there's also the same thing with dating. You know, I've talked to people you know, when we get married after a month. And I say, man, you need to give it at least a year uh, because, you know, all you see is the tip of the iceberg. There's a whole big mess underneath the water that you don't know about. You need to get to know that person, not rush into that. And I've had pe- people you know, defy me, do it anyway, and uh, it, it's in disastrously. I had one guy I went high school with. He got mad at me because I wouldn't do their wedding because they'd only been dating a few weeks. I said, "No, man, you need to give it a year." I said, oh, "That's just you're crazy, man. It's too too soon." He got mad, stomped out of my office. Well, about uh, three, four, five months later, he he uh, came by the church, and, and never went to church. We just went high school together. And he said, "I want to thank you." He said, uh, "I'm glad I listened." He said, "Kind of find out she was messing around with her uh, ex husband." And uh caught her cheating. So I said, I to tell you, dude, I said, you've got to give it time. I know that when, you're, uh, when a relationship is new there's butterflies and everything seems sweeter and more wonderful and ugh, it's nauseating in But anyway, so it's just uh, uh, we need to make sure that, um, that we are actively pursuing the Lord and that we are not just giving lip service. To God, We're not putting on an act for other people that we are being proactive and we are living what we are saying, all right? And we're making those certain steps in our lives. And, uh, you know, we, we need to stop playing church. We need to put away the charade uh, of playing Christian, all right? We need to make sure that we are, our hearts are active for the things of God. Guys, does your walk with Christ, is it demonstrated when you're at work? Is it demonstrated when you're alone? Is it demonstrated when uh, you're at school? Are you right there listening to the dirty jokes and laughing with everybody else? Are you uh, looking at things on the Internet you know you really shouldn't be looking at? Are you watching things on the boob tube you know you really shouldn't be watching? You You know, are you just, you know, whatever it may be. God knows your heart, so you're not fooling Him, alright? You might be able to fool other people, but you're not fooling Him. That's why we need to be pursuing jesus see i think that's why there's so much apathy among the christian community they're not really actively pursuing christ on a daily basis again this is all about spiritual growth we're not following after our own selfishness our own desires fulfilling our pride seeking after covetousness that we're seeking jesus or we're trying to die of self all right, die of self and take up the cross of falling after Jesus Christ that's what we have to do it is hard, it is tough All right, we want to do what we want to do and, you know, and so that's why it makes it so hard and that's why the devil makes temptation uh, so appealing because it appeals to the things we really want to do
1: that's why we have to cut those things out and put away those things. And we need to really
0: get on our knees and pursue the Lord. You know, the only way we're going to get through this battle is very much like the illustration I gave uh, Sunday evening in regards to the World War II commanders telling the soldiers that when they came upon the enemy, you, in order to be safe, you need to be down on your hands and knees. Guys, in order for us to be safe, we need to get on our hands and knees before Almighty God each and every day. You know, I know a lot of people in the world look at Christians and think, well, uh, they just want to take away all your fun and joy. That's not what it is, man. God's trying to protect you from yourself. And so if you have a desire for something, you know, you need to ask yourself, is this biblical? Now, obviously, if you have a desire for a candy bar, that's fine. However, you know, there's no problem having that candy bar. But if you eat a whole bag of candy bars, that's when there might be a little bit of problem. You know, you need to say, "I need to to, to back off of this a little bit." But after you're going through a breakup, and a bag of candy bars, some Rocky Road, a sappy movie might do you good. I don't know, <laughs> but, uh, but it is. Uh, you know, we we need to have control in all areas of our life. You know, and uh, of course, I'm the last one to talk about weight, obviously,
1: but um, it is. Uh, uh, you know, something that we have
0: to be. Aware of, you know, obviously, you know, we can't be legalistic and everything. And uh, so, depending on what it is, but, you know, if it's something that, you know, if you're, you know, in your heart is a desire for something you know is wrong. That's when you need to immediately say, "I'm not going to believe this lie from the devil. I want to. to I want the truth of Christ. I don't even know if this may hurt. This may not feel comfortable. It's not what I want to do. Is this what God wants me to do? And that's why I have to actively pursue and cut these things out. When you cut these things out, it may be people in your life that need to be cut out. It may be time on the internet that needs to be cut out. Maybe time on the TV that needs to be cut out. But what you are applying in the right way in God's Word, what you're cutting out, you're gaining that much more in Christ Jesus. And by doing so, we can have that excitement and the fulfillment and the joy that only Christ can give. So my friends, let's work on that. Let's take our spiritual pulse, if you will, and let's actually pursue the things of the Lord. And let's put away uh, those things that we know that will hurt and disappoint the Lord. And, And knowing that if we actively pursue Christ, we'll be better people for all right, and may we get excited about the Lord, and may we start making some real difference in this world. Let us pray. If our Lord we thank you, love you, and praise you, well thank thanks so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us every day to cut out those things that we know uh, will hurt us in the long run, that we know that will impede our walking relationship with you. Help us, Lord, to actively and constantly, consistently want to do the things of Jesus Christ. Lord, as many watching and listening this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose to the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me with the holy spirit lord please be with all of our brothers and sisters in christ who are watching this morning that you watch over guide, and protect them lord please be with my daughter and my son and uh, as they're going to school and work or play and all of our kids are going to school work or play a holy interpretation about them let them get to their destination back safely any problems or complications Lord, be with my wife. She's done her procedure uh, tomorrow morning. And Lord, be with us all to uh, pursue you and do what's right in your eyes and to glorify you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, I hope everybody has a wonderful Thursday morning. I really do. And I hope everybody has a fabulous day, a wonderful day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last Because one day it will be.
1: Thanks for watching. God bless and
0: have a great day. Thanks for watching.